0: We have a special guest, a longtime friend of the show, actually all of our shows and and collaborator on all League of Our Own Projects, my man Superstition. What up, Super?
1: Yeah, what up, man? What's going on?
0: It's been many years. I want to say, shit, we ended our show in 2005, so 13 years, is my math right? What, I- yeah. what up ESO? Super,
2: it's Kevlar 13 years, yo, long time pal what How
1: what the up? Kids? Yeah, it's been, uh, everybody's good man The kids grown, eating up every fucking thing In sight you know? so, <laughs> They do
3: eat up a lot Super, where you living yeah. now?
1: Uh, I've been in Atlanta for probably the last 4 or 5 years Man, I, you know I, you know, Of course I was based out of North Carolina uh, Felt like shit hit a ceiling There and I don't know man I was just like, yo, I just needed a change You know, for me it was being in Charlotte, which is the biggest city in North Carolina, but it wasn't the biggest music scene, and a lot of people looked to me for inspiration. And some days I was like, "Well, who the fuck do I look to for inspiration?" So, you know, I would always go to Atlanta just to get inspiration. You know, everybody's like Charlotte's gonna be the next Atlanta, so I was like, you know what? Why not I just go to Atlanta? North <laughs> so Carolina ran its course, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From a from a stereotype. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I felt like the to me the golden era of of north carolina hip-hop in my opinion was the 2003 to maybe the 2008 that was like me little brother and different cast like that and it was the scene was thriving and then after a while it was like little brother separated and people was like oh shit what do we do because it was so many people just banking on their success and not really working on their own shit. i think so
2: and that's actually right about the last time Jay and I had, had Phil Flavor show. It was like 2003, and I was right when you were... 2005. Right I well, got married. but it was like you had seven years of bad luck. Yeah. Then you had your um, adrenaline, oh. right? Adrenaline. The Williams. Mm-hmm. Right. The Williams. And was then huge. the Williams, which I still have today, man. Boombox,
3: my joint. Boombox. I swear
2: to God, super, your your song, The Williams, still is my like driver for getting through like hard financial stress that I have. I gotta like take a deep breath.
4: There's a beauty in it. Put on the Williams you were. And, and just <laughs> and
2: you're like my therapy, bro, for real, because I, I I have so much fucking goddamn financial problems
1: in yeah. my life. <laughs> 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 What's wrong? Right. You, man. It's funny that you say that, because on two on two different levels. Is for one, I don't really have the Williams like that, and I'm on my credits, damn near 800. Oh, <laughs> and and they just tried to fucking sue me for that song. I was like, you know what? It's oh, the one. Shit. Song. I was like, that's the one song that I don't own. So uh, you have to talk to Questlove and those dudes about that shit. <laughs> from the samples, they're trying to sue you. Yeah, just from the sample shit. Wow. You know, who and all right. that shit. You know, people could find samples out like i didn't even know what the original shit came from to be honest with you do you whatever,
4: know something. do you know what the actual time frame is so when when they can't sue you any longer what is what is that
2: statute limitations uh oh i, I don't know in, in in to no sampling.
1: i don't think there's a date when it comes to sampling yeah that's because i'm like yo that shit was 14 years ago yeah you know what i mean wow, wow. you thought you were safe yeah, shit, I am safe, because that's the one yeah. song I don't own Don't go back <laughs> in
0: the water Let Love pay for that shit, he has enough yeah, Tonight exactly. Show money yeah. Exactly, man, it's <laughs> crazy,
1: because I, I When when they sent us the contract It was like, look, this is the only thing we're gonna offer you And I was like, dude, I don't want to give up the music And, you know, me and Nicolay was like Fuck it, it's just one song And I was like, now nah, I'm glad I gave that shit away So, yeah. you know, but I made money off the remix The irony, too,
2: something. right? That is the Williams
1: Are you still in right. touch with Questlove? Uh, no absolutely not (laughs) and it's not even no beef but i my dealings with him was very short uh that was through the OK player contest and then uh i think after that they did the OK player tour and quest love and the roots were touring and quest love called me to come on stage and perform with uh the roots uh so it was me black thought and skills on stage and i think truck Truck north doing a freestyle. And you know, he gave me his number and contact and all that, but I was just that dude. Like, I'm like, what the fuck do I need to call Quest Love for? Like, I'm just not that guy that just be hitting you up just you know, just because you're famous. I have a lot of people's number, but how you much know, you want for his number? I, <laughs> look, I had that the number Quest? back got, in 05. I'm pretty sure his number
0: ain't the same since uh, they're man, on TV I'm, every night. I'm sure, are you excited for the new Black thought album?
1: Uh, yeah, I am, man. I, you know, I just want to. Is that the one that's is yeah. supposed to be produced by Knife? It's, or?
0: It, it's, Knife yeah. yeah, it's solely produced by Knife.
1: Is it really produced by Knife? Because the to Live and Knife album was supposed to be produced by Knife, and I was yeah. like, oh shit. I, you that- know it? <laughs> I guess we'll find out Friday, but
0: supposedly it, it's it's a Knife of Wonder produced album.
1: Were, were. Honestly,
0: yeah. at this point, any fucking album by Black Thought. I mean, we we're waiting for right. it. So, we're in.
1: <laughs> yeah, know, definitely. We're if, in. if it's Black Thought, definitely. I'm, I'm down to to hear it and shit you know he, he's had this new resurgence to to other people <laughs> Just yeah that freestyle ago. yeah of course right. and i, mean, I tell I, people black thought is the only rapper that i could say from the 90s that lyrically never aged like he's only gotten better you know right. what i'm saying now, it's between him and royce are two people that never aged like damn. they've consistently gotten better that's a real over good, the that's years, a real good man.
3: point yep. true absolutely true. i yep. agree with that
1: because you think about anybody that came out around that time of black thought as far as bars go and it's like you can see a decline but we don't see any decline in black thought no he's only, the only getting stronger we feel like right we just feel like he you know not say the root held him back but we haven't seen everything that he can he can do
3: of course I, and i feel like uh black thought if you put him on some straight up rap shit and not you know not necessarily just Sometimes the roots songs are a little out there.
4: Well, it's nice to see what a sample perspective can give rather than a live band.
3: I want to see him do like just a straight some straight up rap shit, like a whole album, without without any other, you know, other stuff.
1: You know what? You know what? Like I I would
3: definitely want to see
1: that too. But over these years, especially with seeing him on late night TV, like I had no idea Black Thought could really sing. We heard him sing on like Silent Treatment and shit like that. This dude could do so many different things. It's just like I don't know if there's an outlet for him that can express like all of his his talents. And like, he can that, act. like dude, he, he's yeah, done a he bunch definitely. of
0: movies. And yeah, he, wasn't
1: he in uh was it like Brooklyn Babylon or something like that? He was in Brooklyn
0: Babylon, and he's yeah, he uh, was making
1: smoothie juices. making juices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: he, he's definitely talented, man. But speaking so yeah. of talent, you're talented too. I know you. So your last your last album was put out when?
3: Uh...
1: 2015 that was gold standard okay that was that was gold standard
0: but before that was what was your previous album
1: album? oh shit what was it before i think it was honest living and then it was blackboard before that okay
0: the blackboard there was like a little bit of a hiatus though i think in in between the gold standard and the previous album
1: yeah there's always gonna be heights in no. between my records man <laughs> <laughs> I live a a, a a regular life I you know I'm not I mean I'm in the music industry but I'm really not like I enjoy my personal life and you know like shit I'm not afraid to say it like I got a job I got a good fucking job. So. Are you
4: calling from a landline? Because this is the clearest fucking phone call we've ever had. <laughs> it's
1: really good. He just said he has a good no, job. Yeah, He's like, got a landline, I think you've got bro. a landline, dude.
4: This is no. the first conversation that I've had without some under-the-water
1: shit. Brock Martin, I yeah, was like on a burner. This is like I, a, crystal know, I, I, <laughs> a crystal. I, I heard that. He was definitely on a wire phone. Oh, my God.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was like yeah. in a bunker. but so Yeah. That, that's cool I mean look We all have regular jobs And we, we can appreciate that um, Yeah But you haven't lost Your creativity And, and, and I was telling you Before we, we recorded That um, Some of us hear it now On the new uh, Blueprint album On Health as Wealth I mean that's a, a Fantastic song and, and I know A lot of that Is true I mean it, it, you, you know If you don't mind me Bringing this up That you change The way you eat And the way you live And all that good stuff Which I think a lot of us Do in our older age I mean we're all 40 plus here so Mm -hmm. it resonates and and i can appreciate it and and i guess what i want to say is that the growth is amazing and and we appreciate you still putting out music
1: word i appreciate that man um like the health is wealth joint when me and blueprint did a tour together it was about, about 60 cities um we both realized on tour like he's a very you know healthy person i'm a healthy person only thing with Blueprint was he ate Subway every single day. And I was like, yo, I can't eat this shit. And he was like, well, this is the only place where I can get meat and vegetables. And I was like, dude, this shit is not for me, you know. So, but, you know, I went on tour and I was pretty much vegetarian. And I didn't eat anything with like high fructose corn syrup and all of this other shit. I've always been a kind of healthy person. Like, if you look at my album covers, you can tell how my weight fluctuates. Like, sometimes I'll eat like shit and sometimes I'll eat, you know, like, real healthy but he noticed on the tour that you know i was one of those people that you know i wouldn't eat after shows and two three in the morning and and shit like that or whatever so when he decided to reach out for the song um you know i just you know it felt like i was a perfect fit for it so shout out to blueprint man that tour changed my life it's probably the best and worst shows i've ever had all wrapped up into (laughs) one man
3: (laughs) great night followed by a trash night
1: yeah exactly yeah actually i would tell you it was great nights great nights and then when you get into like certain areas like you would hit uh nebraska iowa you're like oh man this this," you were i realized like i don't have any fucking fans out here what was your favorite (laughs) tour sites (laughs) Uh, uh favorite tour sites definitely you know uh the South, the North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida. It was
4: a home, 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 home crowd. Where's the, where,
2: where, where's the Florida love come from? Is it more like, like Northern, like a panhandle, like over by Tallahassee and shit? Because I've never seen you that come down
0: South before. Most man. people don't come um, past Orlando for some reason. I've, I've
1: yeah, I've, I've been to Orlando a couple of times, even before that tour. I've been there twice. They um, um, DJ, south as gone, I don't know though. if you remember DJ Fisher from Day by Day Entertainment yeah, yeah, and of of Domination. Yeah, yeah. He MF, brought me MF out. Partner. Right, yeah, yeah. I did. Um, I did a show with uh those guys and Midas, and then you know when I came down with Blueprint, we did Orlando, mm-hmm. Jacksonville, and
3: crazy. The best
1: show out of Florida. I'm not even gonna lie. It was Dunedin, Florida. I'd never heard of it. Who Dunedin? Uh, Dunedin? Dunedin. like yeah. I think that's like right outside. of the west, of west
3: coast. coast. Yeah, it's by Tampa. Yeah, yeah, o- yeah by. O town and Jacksonville
4: yeah. are great places though. They they got a great music yeah. scene. Dun-
3: Dunedin's a yeah. uh, big minor league baseball. My cousin yeah. played there. Oh, for real? Yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah, that's what that's known for. Yeah, well, it cool. was like
1: Dunedin Brewery or something like that. We went in, and I was like, this is the most awkward thing. It was ages from ages 5 up to eight, <laughs> ages 82. I was like, oh, this is going to be some bullshit. But then when we performed, like the energy was incredible and fucking selling out of merch i was like damn okay the I low, t- the low
4: tit crowd came up so now that, right now it's, that you... there's always
1: the smaller markets that are actually <laughs> the best crowds And you go to the major cities a lot of times man you know right. you know they get so many shows like they're just like all right okay cool another rapper so, so now
0: that you have this this good job with i'm sure great benefits is it hard for you to take away time and, and go on a tour
1: uh to be honest after i did the tour with blueprint i was like yo i'll probably never do a fucking tour again like really dude like that shit and me and uh fonte we talk about this fonte's my close homie i've coined the term stay-at-home rapper that's what i am dog stay-at-home rapper (laughs) yes i'm staying like i could be a stay-at-home producer
4: so i'm with you
0: brother it, right. You have a family, though. It's hard for you to just get up and leave for two, three weeks as well. Yeah,
1: it's the thing is, I had to give up so much more than I gained. Like you know, with tour, you know, I got to travel, I made some money, but I'm like, look, I'm giving up sex every night because I'm married. I'm giving <laughs> up home cooked
2: meals. Uh, you know Eat that subway every s- fucking day. Oh, right, tents, I
1: my my kids.
3: I don't get to sleep in my own bed and shit. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot to be said like... for that. Sleeping in your own bed is big. Yeah, you dude, don't get a good t- sleep t- in a hotel. I cannot. Sleep that shit was cool in my
1: twenties, but when you get in your thirties and forties, you don't want to wake up in a fucking. It could be anywhere from the W to the Super Eight. You yeah, just dude. don't even know. I travel a lot for work, and I sleep like shit on the road, man. Right. <laughs> Yeah. The most I'll do is probably a week or two. I realized I think that's my maximum that I could do. And I'm very uh, much of an introvert. I don't like really being around people like that. So after a while, you know how it is after tour. And your wife's you know, laying put... into you. Who the fuck are
3: you? <laughs> yo, you know, the crazy
1: thing is like when my my kids got sick while I was on tour, my daughter was actually in the hospital. And it's mm. like, yo, I can't come home right now because I've committed to doing this tour or whatever. you know. And then I went did the tour and like i missed father's day i ended up missing my daughter's birthday my daughter got sick and then towards the end of the tour we had an accident in iowa and i was saying to myself yo what if i died in fucking iowa i in was a like, cornfield. that's not wow. right and it's no disrespect <laughs> to iowa but, but i was like yo this is not how i want to go out so let the just listeners know it's this- not glamorous right it's not it's not all glamorous you know the money's great you know but i knew when i came off that tour i had a plan i was going to invest into my wife's education as well so she can you know get her career started or her new career started and things like that so i had a plan and when i came back um i already had a, a good job lined up and you know it's funny because a lot of friends was like when's the next tour and i'm like dude i think this is this might be it all and right. i've traveled you know 13 countries 36 states it's, and i've been should i've been rapping since 1986 you know what i mean honestly so it's like you know at some point you know it's not to say i you know i giving up music at all but i just do it on my own terms right now i'm no longer chasing it man i just i put out music when i feel like and you
4: feel it, right. it from a different perspective that's that's the whole thing
1: right right exactly and I, you know it's
4: yours I, it belongs to you and you do it when you feel it's right and that's there, there's something real special about that
1: Right, and and the thing is, I've you know I've I've invested my money well, and like I said, I I own ninety probably ninety eight percent of my catalog, so I still make money. And I look at music for me is music is passive income. Like if I go to work every day, that's still a check that it's comes rising. from music. It's you know, rising. every every mm-hmm. month or every you know three you know every quarterly or whatever. Man, like just imagine, uh, just getting a tax refund every three months or something that's what i look at it like you know what i'm saying that's
2: fucking
3: perfect
1: (laughs)
2: sounds to me like you fucking played this game well my man and uh you definitely put out classic dope material and just continue to be smart with your music and deliver for the fans
1: right right well you're
0: real with yourself too i mean a lot of people refuse to do the job and we all have jobs there's there's no you know what i'm saying like yeah, you mature when you get to a certain point. And you have a family. You realize, okay, I need to provide. I want some steady income, peace of mind, all that good stuff. And I think um, you know you're able to do that. Where a lot of people refuse to. They don't guess, accept it. They don't want to accept yeah. that reality. And, and, yeah, well, and they
1: live check to check because of it. Yeah, and that and and it's one thing that I realized like earlier in my career. If you listen to like Seven Years of Bad Luck and Deadline, I always always talking about how one. To blow up and you know do this when I got to chain letters I realized that I don't want this fame shit that's really what other people wanted from me you know like I really just wanted to put an album out kind of just make music but there was always people around me like you could be the next so-and-so you could be larger than life you can do this and I realized at some point like that's not really what I wanted and I was, fame doesn't really go with my personality like I said I'm I rarely go out to parties or music industry shit. I just never liked it, and being forced to do that for so long just made me more standoffish.
4: And it's the projects itself. I mean, that's what makes it so uh, incredible to to be able to come back to a moment in time and say, "Hey, yo, you remember when we did this project? It was real cool." I mean, it it defines a particular time in your life, and that is
3: what makes it, you know, so unique.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
3: Yeah, Super. Are you at a Are you at a place now where uh, a lot of people reach out to you to to you know do a guest appearance on their song and stuff like that? Are you into doing that sort of thing, or you just want to stick to your own
1: album? Um, I I kind of made a, a a commitment for this year to just to do my own because I think man, I looked at the collabos that I've done since I put out my first album. There's like at least two hundred collabos. Mm-hmm. I feel like fucking an unknown buster rhymes like i've been on every, <laughs> everybody's project and i look at like all the producers that i worked with early in, in my career that you know they in, you know, went on to do great things like M phases, Ill Mind, Nicolay, Jake One, Love S One. You know, Ill Il-Mine. made a
3: great career for himself, man. He's dope.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he's become like a motivational speaker. Yeah, as as yes.
3: <laughs> hey, Super, I think your best record of all time was the Ill Boombox. That's my favorite record you ever made.
1: Word, I appreciate. What that. What is that? Was... Like 06? Um, no, I think Boombox was actually recorded in 2003, and it released in 2004. Turn this up loud, yes, all the way to 10 We gon' rock right now, right now Turn this up loud, yes, all the way to 10 We gon' rock right now, right now Turn this up loud, yes, all the way to 10 We gon' rock right now, right now Turn this up loud, that's all the way to ten. We gon' rock right now. If your fitness ain't right, don't step to me. And if it is, get that super, but they don't mind sold separately. I don't care with your briefcase. But I handle BI properly. Putting we'll a stop to these snakeskin skin cheapskates. Broadcasted on the evening news. If I can't make money off my name, neither can you. Now hip hop is the love of my life. But whack niggas wanna guess the period. so I have
4: to double my price. Out of all those guys you've worked with, I mean, is there one in particular you'd love to kind of, you know, throw the coin back into the kind of wishing well and and do something again?
1: Nah, not really, man. Like, and there's no disrespect. I just... I get it. Like... Always moving forward. I just, organically, I think, you know, M Phases and Ilman don't make the type of music that they made while we were doing it. You know, at that time, it was kind of a stepping stone, but Ilmond always said it like y'all i want to be famous i want to do this i want to go further than that you know so you know, we've had our time you know um i'm just kind of you know i work with a producer named praise now who you know actually uh, one of the bigger producers picked up four or five of his beats and mm-hmm. he's gonna be doing phenomenal things i did that i did an album with knots that's finished knots raw good for you um um is really that, pushing ooh, right now yo. yeah now me and knots we um shit. we finished when, that when, record
2: when's that coming out
1: uh i don't know knots has so much shit on board man so <laughs> he never leaves you know. the damn board man uh, i would li- right.
4: I, w- I would like a little of knots's uh sprinkle from time to time
1: yeah dude like knots is it's crazy because um you know i I was always joke with Knox, we, we did a show together at Beat Society in North Carolina and I joked on stage when I was performing, I was like, yo Knox, when I get my tax return I'm gonna holla at you. <laughs> so I ended up following him. I commented on a beat one day on his IG page and he responded like, yo, what can you do with the beat? And so he sent me the beat and I had the song recorded and mixed back in like 24 hours and he was like, fuck it, let's do a project. Dare we
4: ask what that costs, I mean, you know, I- I'm sure that there are people out there in the- the world, who are kind of curious, hey, if I wanted to get it so and so, what would that kind of run me?
1: I'm sure, it's that shit didn't cost me a goddamn thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's why I did the first song, you know what I'm saying? He was like, Yo, let's do a, a EP, and so he fucked up and sent me 13 beats. I was like, I'm recording to every fucking beat wow. in this in this joint. So I ended up recording like basically a whole album or whatever. So So you
2: have your own studio at home because you call yourself you said stay at home rapper. So when you yeah, get these I, beats you have your own studio at home, like you could just do things to at your own time, discretion?
1: I do. When I came off a tour in two thousand and seven, um I was just trying to get in different studios with different people and, you know, I remember talking to my wife and she was like, Well what do you need to record? And I remember right after the tour, we just went out. I think it was the Guitar Center or Sam Ash went out and mm-hmm. bought everything I needed. Ever since then, I've had my own stuff, you know, recording equipment, production equipment, everything. You, you know?
2: sitting in that room right now?
1: No, nah, I'm not, actually. Right. <laughs> well,
0: speaking of producers, you actually produced your last single, Thanks Ghost, which was yeah. a year ago, I think. So yeah, that means yeah. we're, we're way overdue for, for a new single. Now, Thank Ghost... Is that for? Was it like something you did for a project for an, an upcoming album, or is this like, let me just get the shit out because this is what I'm feeling right now?
1: Um, I had originally planned for a series I was gonna do. Um, I was gonna write, record, produce, and mix, and do graphic design for one song every month. Mm. Um, and I was, you know, Thanks Ghost was the first one of that series, but then I realized like I need to finish this Knots project and then this uh praise project which is a group we have called speaker bullies i said you know what let me go ahead and and do that first because i wanted to put out the projects that i started on before before i jumped into that and actually i did a whole album with stoop which i'm never going to see the light of day from, from Jedi Mind tricks yeah yeah wow. we yeah. started that's really what brought me back to the music industry like quietest kept uh you know stoop's not an internet guy he had no idea that i'd left music and quit music in like 2008 2009 so we did a group project, finished the entire uh, project, and you know, we, shit. Working with Stoop is like, <laughs> I always tell my manager, like chasing a serial killer. Like, <laughs> you just, you just never know what you're gonna expect. You never know. He's, you know, he's a different guy. Yeah. At some wow. point, you know, we finished the record. Um, I thought the record was just okay, and I guess he didn't know, like my opinion on it or whatever. So, shit just w- kind of went downhill from there, or whatever. So, but I mean, the record is done. You know, I don't think it's an amazing album, but I think it would be dope for people to hear at some point, you know. But you don't think it will come out? Nah, I don't think so, man. Um it's stupid. It's, one week he's like, yo, let's put it out. Next week it's like, I don't want anything to do with it. So I was like just like, you know what, dude? You've got yourself a great instrumental album. I'm taking my vocals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shit.
1: Yeah. See, I'm not a music industry guy. Like if I was really a music industry guy i'll be like you know what i'm gonna do whatever it takes to get this record out because i know it's gonna take me where i need to go but at the end i'm like look i'm only i'm doing music because i love it and it has to be organic and if it doesn't feel good and if it's not fun then you know why waste time with it you know what i mean at this stage for
4: you family of course is important your family uh, your wife your kids i mean how do you make time in between your let's say you're nine to five to when you decide to do a project do people inspire you do you try to make your own passion with it
1: um actually i never lose the passion to be honest with you and it's not even just because i'm on the phone with you guys but y'all listen a lot of music a lot of podcasts and i get inspiration from that i listen to you guys i listen to southern vanguard like it just put me always put me up on new shit and whenever i feel like i'm i'm feel like I'm losing the passion or I don't want to write or create music then I'll just step back and just start listening to music and do what I originally did was I used to love searching for new music and finding new music. Do you go to a particular era in hip-hop
4: that just kind of brings you back to the essence of why you do what you do?
1: Uh, I just go to a certain sound it's not even a particular era like you know I'll mix it up. With everything that I have, I'll do some '80s, some '90s. I'll listen to. So did you love like shit.
4: Sam Sever, who? Oh yeah, kind yeah, of oh, like definitely. a huge third, third base guy. One. Yeah, third uh, base. You and go all back of that, yeah. far into Mantronics. I mean, where where are you with oh, it? There's Mantronics. I do <laughs> mention <laughs> oh, every show. Shit, <laughs>
1: when when I do '90s uh music, I go back to the obscure shit, like Yag, Foo Front, oh, of Culture. Oh, no. that was North Packolak
2: Ca- is first. Uh,
1: Exactly. Dreads.
2: Like uh, you Quest know. the Mad Lad.
1: Yeah.
4: So I remember I produced this this crew out of North Carolina, I want to say in the late eighties, early nineties. Uh-huh. Flim Flam, do they exist? Do you know who they are?
1: Flim, I've heard the name before. Okay. I, At least yeah, I know I've I was fucking the on the before. right
0: track
4: back then. Yeah. <laughs> I got a few yeah. demos in my fucking uh cassette tapes, but yeah, yeah. So wow. for inspiration
0: you put on like Mac the Maniac. Or some shit like that. that. You know, remember that? I, shit? I, don't, I don't think I've heard
1: any Mac the Maniac. What goes it. up must come down. No,
3: no, nah, I don't remember What's King the, Just? what was that. King Just. Oh yeah, definitely man. King Just. Yeah, yeah. King super. Man. Whatever happened to Third Day? Man, I love Third Day.
1: Third Day. Actually, Jay Gun is. He was signed with Dame Dash, I think. Uh, he was like one of the rappers from it. He's shitty. I guess he's pretty popular now. Um, K Slack and the. Um, and the other member, I'm not really sure, but I know Jay Gunn, uh, I think he, his screen name is like Jay Gunn is better, but he's doing actually pretty well for himself, man. Yeah. So
3: Yeah, they had that song Good Music. Do you remember that?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, Third Dan, day was I was really a, a, a some, big fan of Dan's what they some were dope doing. Shit. That
3: wasn't that was in the height of that Justice League time.
1: Right, exactly. There was a lot of artists coming Legacy. coming out that time. Yeah. Yeah, Kazi, Cahill, different Kazi, people like Kazi. that. Yeah, he did yeah. shit
0: with, like, Kazi. Pete Rock, I yeah. thought, or something
1: like that. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. exactly. What, so,
0: happened, what happened with Yaku Front, man? They were they were good. Their first album, The Great Adventures of something, I think. Left um, Field it was, it was, and Slapping Sucker Silly. And I think Diamond D had a remix on there. Busted Loop. Yeah, Busted yeah loop actually, it's crazy,
1: because Spinforth just retweeted me today. Um, That's the homie. Uh, Yaku, I... I think things just came at them too fast. They were the first group out of North Carolina to have a major record deal. Mm. Um, you know, they had the Diamond D remixes and all that. Yeah. Um, what was that? Like, Laura Finesse on the joint or something like that, too, or whatever, if I'm not mistaken. Well, like, they had stuff is yeah. Silly, but Diamond was the remix. I don't know yeah, if it was yeah. Finesse. I think Diamond yeah. was, was... But, yeah,
0: they, they, had, they were on Mercury Records, so they were the first... Yeah
1: group out of uh, I
4: don't think Mercury knew even how to handle hip hop at that point they had the Legion they had a
1: bunch of
0: shit they didn't know how
1: to handle and they were managed I think if I'm not mistaken by uh, Fatboy if I don't know if you remember him but he managed uh, the Nobodies and he was also a rapper named Esau I don't know if you remember Esau of course Yes, Esau. he was the manager for the front. So I remember the bodies. They had a couple of adults. oh. Wait a
2: second. I was thinking that. Remember that there was some dude in the nineties named Esham. Kill the fetus no, or something oh, like that. That's okay. okay. right. Different. different. I forget it. I got mixed so up. so the fact that you <laughs> so
4: <laughs>
2: like holy shit because I remember going to Best Buy back in the day <laughs> and seeing that album.
1: Yeah. I'm like, who, who the like fuck's Michigan, gonna buy right? an album
2: called Kill the Fetus? Yeah. You know. B- b- uh,
1: the, that's it was like
3: some Satan rap. Yeah, Yo, what that the guy. Fuck yeah, is shit. He was
1: he was from Michigan. He was like one of the first. Detroit
3: yeah,
0: he's influenced yeah. Eminem. He's influenced Roy. No yeah, shit. Yeah, That's why vinyl is, should yeah,
4: never go was, together. Yeah, uh, I remember hearing that. No, shit. I didn't buy I vinyl. Like, I never DJed can in my life. I,
0: I had fucking CDs
2: and
4: tapes. So, yeah. so the fact, so the fact that Jeez. you live in Atlanta, I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Are you are you inspired by the by what's going on in the South? You know, whether it is you know, the Virginia sound, whether it's the Atlanta sound you know of organized noise i mean are you inspired by that
1: <laughs> to be honest bro from virginia to all the way to florida they all play the same shit <laughs> yeah, no i know yeah <laughs> you know um but it's as South far as Sound, independent though. scene here independent scene here has some super talented artists uh shit it's for me i needed it because i would go out a lot of times and it's not even to be in an arrogant way but you go out in the scene and you feel like well i'm looked at as one of the best you know what i mean so you kind of get content but when i go out in atlanta it's like i know i'm far from the best mm-hmm. here so many people doing shit out here but i definitely get influenced by it especially from a lot of uh independent artists that i listen to as Such well as? So, um right now i don't know if you y'all mean somali he's from uh atlanta book brown um west side gun i mean they're not from here but west side gun conway um crime wave i listen to it like a lot of that shit man
3: super oh. do you ever run into uh yeah. matt the dude from mass influence like h2o i used to love mass
1: influence. actually um actually i was in a uh, a group with um uh, my odyssey. man odyssey yeah, yeah tone from uh mass influence that's actually one of my best friends he lives about five minutes up the street from me really? um yeah h2o i think h2o was out in uh tennessee now I don't huh. think he lives in the Atlanta area, but you know we're cool. We got mutual friends. um Those are the only two that I really know personally from, uh like Mass Influence and all that. Yeah, and, you know, because I, I, you know, I, I was up on that shit when it was Mass Influence and y'all so stupid and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Too, so, so
3: <laughs> good, man. Mass Influence was really good back in '99, 2000, that time frame.
1: Yeah, man. Especially, you know. I've found out about them through like Faust and Shorty and Elemental magazine. H mm-hmm. 20 would do a lot of the artwork and all of that, man. They were really dope, man. That's the that's the Atlanta scene I remember with like Mass Influence, Prophetics, John Doe. Yep. Uh yep. you know, different people like that man. And a
0: lot of people move feel doesn't Doom live in Atlanta? Uh, Is Doom In
1: the United States I know he used yeah, to Live uh, in Atlanta yeah, Maybe right I don't know Does yeah. Doom exists But I think I want to I, I here, say though. He lived Definitely. in Atlanta A lot of people Yeah he went did Because John Doe Used to hang out With him In uh, um, I was going to say Little side But John Robinson Yeah yeah Science right. of life yeah. yeah So a lot of them Used to Science deal with him life. Out here
2: Holy yo, shit uh, yeah. Yo super real quick Before we wrap up Man I just want to Thank you uh, Seriously For all the work And time that you put in Back in the day On those Leave our own tracks uh, that, oh, word! With, appreciate with, it with Gloss. Uh, yeah, me, of course, me, me minus you, adrenaline. I mean, you Dave, you definitely stole the show on both Volume One and Volume Two. If you ask me, but let me oh, ask man, you this: Oh appreciate. It. Yo, those are classic. Was, those
1: are classic projects, though. Yeah, but what was <laughs> it
2: like with with, 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 with uh, Owen Gloss? music. Was he hounding you every uh, day? Like, hey, where's to your ask. track? Where's your he
1: track? Knows where's I was your track? Oh yeah, nah. He wasn't painted ass. He was, he was, he was persistent with it. But the thing was, <laughs> yeah, about him exactly. wasn't at least he would that's put the it. shit out because there's people that would hound me for music and all yeah. that. And then when you send them the music, you know, I got some tracks now that's like, yo, I did this shit 15 years ago, and they're like, yo, yeah. man, we're gonna put this out now. But at least he put, the, the, you know, he put it out and he had, a, he had a game plan. Nah, he never he stopped was... promoting it. You see yeah. people oh, I was promoting relentless. shit for like two months. I was, you know, I was like promoting shit. Gloss is still promoting those records. <laughs> 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 hey That's now now, now
2: we're putting them in uh uh T shirt uh deliveries yeah, right those now Take it personal. They're like little exact uh, freebies. Little prize. I lived no, in exactly.
4: I lived in New York at the time and funny enough I did an intro on one of those. So it's Great. a weird uh, yeah, it's a weird thing one, that we kinda yeah, that we kind of you got back
0: together like that. No, you're taking a roll call, I think, for you.
1: Yeah, that's but, the independent mindset. You work that record till you make all your money back. I, I, made, I didn't make a <laughs> dollar. I think man. I fucking lost money on that deal, but
0: you know it was fun doing it. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. It was fun sure. doing it. And and the whole point was to showcase people like you that, that you know, we all we all support. So, look, yeah. it's been a year since we heard a single. So hopefully we hear something sooner than later. Actually
1: in uh actually fall, um the Speaker bullets project is coming out with me and Praise, and I'm telling you it's like some of the most ignorant arrogant all that humble shit is out the window I'm like look I've been rapping long enough I could talk a little shit so the speaker bully shit is coming out in fall 2018 so. are
4: you getting sued on this or is this all sample free
1: <laughs> uh, actually it's a little bit of both uh-huh. Uh, but praise chop shit up so you know it's, it's, it's not going that easy right <laughs> exactly <laughs> speaker bullies um, that's coming out the, the project is going to be called, called the art of disrespect so it's going to be really dope man
0: Nice. Well, we'll have you on the show back, you know, in the fall, and uh, we're looking forward to... The music from Superstition. I, I know all of us are here. So, yo, super, thanks for your time, man. Nice yeah, to man. chat with you again, bro. Great to catch up.
2: Word,
1: yeah, man. Appreciate it. Uh, shoot me an email too. I'll send y'all. Um, I'll try to send you an exclusive joint too. That'd be sure. great. Cool.
0: And you're not too far from us now that you're you're in Georgia. So I know you don't tour, but maybe one day we could get you down there.
1: You know. Oh yeah, man. Day. Actually, uh, sometime in the summertime, me and uh me and a wife are talking about heading out that way. So I'll let you know.
0: Definitely. There we go. Nice. Sounds good, bro. All
1: right, bro. You take right.
0: care. All right. Good
1: night, bro. All right, peace. 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 You're listening to the Take It Personal Radio Show on TakeItPersonalRadio.com.